Veronica runs off, and then they get booed, and I'm like, they deserved it. I would absolutely. Booed. I would not have waited until she stopped. I would have booed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she she started taking bad words. Boo! of XOXO Riverdale. I'm Kate. I'm Glow. Glow is co-hosting this week because Louie was busy. And Glow, we've been trying to get on for like two months now. Truly, it's like I'll make plans on a Wednesday because I'm like, I don't want to be alone. And then they'll be like, hey, you want to record? And I'm like, I just made plans like 30 minutes ago. It happens. I feel like I'm the only one that, like, genuinely is, like, leaving my Wednesdays and Thursdays open. Even though I can't watch on Wednesdays, so I'm just leaving my Thursdays open. <laughs> True. It's... Now Mod's starting up again, and I'm Ooh. like, ugh, my Thursdays are gone again. No, Well, you just saw Aaron Fenton wanted to see if, like, skipping oh, yeah. Mod was The Bachelors. <laughs> and she said, don't tag her team, so I hope her team doesn't listen to this. Oh, they don't. Oh, well, it's on Facebook, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, they know about it. They know. She won't really do it, but it was a very funny post, and I it's totally agree. It's very funny. I would skip high school football games for pep band to go watch Friday Night Lights, so. I, when I was in college, I would not do anything at night because I was so addicted to television, and I had a TV show on every single night. Oh, I have an app to keep track of my TV shows. Oh, it's so funny because, so I... So when you watch it, you swipe it, see? Oh, no, I didn't mean to swipe that. Oh, what app is that? It's called TV Time. Oh, my goodness. I got to put it in. I got to put it in my thing. I'm going to write it down. I'll do it later. I do a podcast with uh, Andy. My That's my sister, Andy. And she watches everything. <laughs> so you know both she and I will say something like, hey, did you watch this? And I always say yes, and she always says yes. So we always talk about TV shows. What's crazy is that, like, when we're home for the holidays, we're like, Andy doesn't watch anything. She what? watches The Good Place, and then we're like, what else do you want? Like, you don't- She watches Brooklyn Nine-Nine, she watches Steven Universe. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the whole fan. And then she'll watch SNL. Right. Every Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been watching that since before we had memories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a few. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that don't, are not on stuff, and she's always on stuff. Yeah. So, these people who worked on Steven Universe- just put out a new, like, cartoon that they're launching uh-huh. or whatever. And I was like, I tagged Auntie in it. And Auntie immediately was like, I love this. And oh, I, I want to throw this out it. there. It doesn't have anything to do with this. The Writers Guild Award and the nominees came out. And most of the animated programs were written by women. Really? Yeah. That's so exciting. Everything else was, like, men, 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 men. Except yeah. for, like, Sam B was nominated. Yeah. But, yeah, for animated, the Bob's Burgers and both Bojacks were written by women. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Did any Steven Universe get... No, but I think it was just like Bob's, two Bojacks, like a, and two Simpsons, I think. I think it was like. A of course. Ball. Yeah. I still haven't seen Bojack. I love Bojack. And also, I just got this nice alert that The Crown is coming back tomorrow, which oh. is <laughs> so hard to convince people. I'm like, it's so boring. I love every minute. <laughs> as soon as you said The Crown, I like dozed off. <laughs> this, Marshall Finch and I have agreed on literally everything pop culture wise top to bottom until I found out he liked La La Land and I liked The Crown. Oh, wow. Are you and we were, like, we were, like, really thrown off and we couldn't do it. I was like, wait, 
please tell me you liked Chappie at least. And he was like, of course I liked Chappie. Okay. And I was like, okay, <laughs> we're back on the same page. Those we are all be- three references. Because someone like started disparaging Michael Bay and we like launched at that person at the same time. Like, how dare you? And then we're like, oh. It's so funny when that happens. My best friend is my best friend because someone was talking about Lena Dunham's body. Like, we were all talking about Lena Dunham. We were like, yeah, she sucks, whatever, whatever. (laughs) And then this guy was like, ew, and her body's so gross. And both she and I were like, her body has nothing to do with her work. You can talk about her work all you want, but her body has nothing to do with it. And then, like, we looked at each other, and, like, it wasn't even about him at that moment. It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be best friends forever, and that's been the case. The worst thing I found out is that... Lena Dunham told Hillary Clinton not to let Weinstein host fundraisers back towards the beginning of her campaign. Is that true? I don't know if she got it directly at Hillary, but she went. She was pretty high up in the campaign. She had access. She said, you don't want Weinstein hosting these events. And Hillary and let it happen? If Hillary knew, but her campaign knew. Her campaign knew. And also, there's all that Bill Clinton shit that we're not going to get into. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're gonna- listen, let's talk about some. So we have some Oh my god, how many minutes in are we? I don't even know. A million. I can't read this. We're a few minutes in and we are we can start talking about We already got on So funny. So Riverdale in the news with Riverdale, we know that the Sabrina spinoff is not going to the CW, it's going to Netflix. Yes. I think is I think there's a couple things. I think potentially the CW passed on it. But I also think it could be content. Because hmm. I'm, oh, I didn't bring it with me. I'm reading Chilling Adventures of Sabrina right now, and it's dark. Yeah. And, like, I Riverdale is, like, pushes how dark they can go for a broadcast network. I think Sabrina would not fly. I think so. I it, From what I, re- like, heard, not even read, because I don't read. But it's from comic what I, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, comics, comic books for me have always been the hardest thing for me. Truly cannot, like, I'll read a whole page and be like, what? You know and what? then I have to like go back and look at the pa- like the pictures and be I, like, like oh. there's an app where it only shows you one panel at a time. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That's how I got into it. Okay, uh, but yeah, it seems like it's too dark for for CW. Yeah, it really. And then uh, other Riverdale news: some viewers have pointed out that Trader Joe's has some sort of product called Jingle Jangle. Yeah, and. Mark Consuelos. Right. Well, Kelly Ripa took a selfie with it and sent it to Hiram Lodge, Mark Consuelos. (laughs) And they put it up and it was super cute. It was so adorable. I was like, oh. But, like, she talks about Riverdale all the time. Does she? I don't watch. I feel like she, like, mentions it. Like, I've seen her mention it. I remember, like, when Lily Reinhart was on. Because I watch Jeopardy every night, so I find out who's on the next morning. Uh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And that's my interaction with Kelly and Ryan. Yeah, yeah, knowing, I mean, when I was a kid, if I was home from school, you better believe I watched that <laughs> at all summer, too. But that was, I remember when Kelly Ripa, like, her first episode. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't really, like, I like watching interviews a lot, but I don't watch the show, like, the full show. I'll just, like, sit down on my computer and just watch interviews for some reason. Oh, that's good. I like interviews. That's, like, a good thing to do. I watch all of Late Night. And then I'll, like, pick up interviews here and there. I used to watch all of Late Night. I've seen every episode of Late Night with Seth Meyers. <laughs> He's amazing. Right now, it feels like... Well, this is always how it's felt. It was like, Letterman was good, and Fallon was good, and then, like, I liked Craig Ferguson fine, and then Jay Leno was always fucking garbage. But then when, like, Conan and Jimmy were together, I was like, this is great. I love NBC. And then they booted Conan. 
Because I started my late night path was I started with Conan. He's my favorite. Even when I was like in the fifth or sixth grade, and I remember being like so annoyed that I had to sit through Jay Leno to get to Conan. Yeah. And then like even when Conan, I mean, I'll follow Conan to the ends of the earth, but like I liked Fallon and Late Night. Like, and before that, it was Letterman who I did like. Late Night has a very distinctly different tone from The Tonight Show. Yes. So even so. I have a whole theory about this. Ask me about it some other time. <laughs> I could write, like, a full essay about, like, how Conan, like, developed a persona in Late Night, but everyone else already had personas, so they were able to adapt to The Tonight Show, whereas he wasn't able to do that because he only had the Late Night tone. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, so let's get into that Alan sucks out. But he, it was fun seeing all the Riverdale kids with him. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. No. Uh, it was bad. I just I liked watching that, it. And then I, like, since then, I've only watched one interview from Fallon, and it was Johnny Banana. <laughs> They're all bad. They're really bad. He, yeah. Like, and they weren't that bad on Late Night. They're so bad now. I don't watch them anymore. No. Yeah, but Late Night was good. It was a different tone. That's Colbert's it. the best, guys. Okay, sorry. Um, anyway, so episode 21, House of the Devil. Oh, God. The House <laughs> the of the name. Devil... It was originally like an 1892 film by Melier. So silent play production. It was considered the first horror movie as well as it had a bat in it. So it was the first vampire movie. Oh, really? That's like what it did. But it's most likely based on a movie from early 2000s that took on a lot of like 80s horror movie tones about like a house that was haunted. That's very funny. And like makes a lot of sense. What makes, what makes, what's like so funny to me is that I'm a daughter of immigrants. So I don't have a lot of references that just like normal white people have or whatever, even though I'm not a white, uh, but like, you know, like I feel like white people have like a very base level yeah, of references. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my parents grew up in New York too. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know a lot of shit. And then I watch Riverdale. I'm like, how do these kids know this thing that I have no idea? Okay. Well, if you listen to XOX Riverdale, we did have a teenager on the podcast once and, and we asked and they did not. Yeah. There's no way they know half of the fucking references. It's specifically like, I always bring up the Mary Kay Letourneau because she was like briefly in the news a few months ago. Yeah. And I, they're like, I don't know who that is. I don't get that reference. Oh my God. When they were like, it's more like In Cold Blood and not Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm like, what are you talking about? I feel like that's almost like, because In Cold Blood is like a sign and Breakfast at Tiffany's is like on everyone's dorm room wall. I, but then that's also because of like a white kid. But In for Cold sure. Blood is like a high school book. I only know that because I know white people. It's not because yeah. I know the reference myself. It's because like throughout time, I'm like, I think that's the same guy. Let me tell you, Breakfast at Tiffany's, not a good movie. Not a good movie? I Very fear. racist. Very racist. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. It's <laughs> Mickey Rooney in yellow face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and it's still, everyone loves it. Everyone still watches it's it. It's so boring. No way, Jose. Anyway, House of the Devil. I mean, with most of the episode titles, like, you don't really need to know the source material. No. I'm trying to think if there's been any episodes where, like, I had seen the original movie. Maybe one. Well, last episode, they were talking about how it was so much like Dawson's Creek, and that's why it was, like, an homage to Dawson's Creek or whatever. Who said that? It was on AV Club. And I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? They would do Dawson Creek episodes like that. They would, like, be only two people, and then two people, and then two people. Yeah, a lot of shows do that. <laughs> That's know. not, like, a Dawson's Creek thing. <laughs> you were saying it was a Dawson's this Creek This was, thing. like, a very direct homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that makes sense. I did not like last week's. I was I pretty angry. Everyone loved it, and I was, like, I, I was really angry. Can we backtrack to Dawson's Creek for one second? Yeah. Dan Levine retweeted this, and now I'm obsessed with it. You know, So Beverly Hills is 90210. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dawson's Creek is 90108. 
It's really close. 90210 and 90108. But because of 90108 for our lives. Oh my what, god. 90108. Like, <laughs> it's like we so lost it. 4092304. Wait, what? Hold on. 4092304. Oh god. But 90108, like when I read that, I was like, oh my god. I was walking around like all day, just like 90108. And like, no, it's in North Carolina. It's not a, not 90108. Oh, but. that's so funny. 90108. 4092304. <laughs> Pass the devil. So the Red Death is in town, but he's wearing a black hood that's in Jughead's voiceover. Oh my god. And Archie and Veronica cope by like just doing it. There's so much sex. Can I say something about Jughead's voiceover? Lately I've been thinking that this is all made up in his head and none of this is real. That's been discussed. I, Has it? I, that's a thing that I just like popped into my brain. I'm like, this is all fucking The thing fake. is that like if that is that, then they have to do a big reveal and then have to go from there. I mean, that's going to be the last episode ever. There's like Jughead giving it a novel or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be how I assume Gossip Girl ends. I just know it was Dan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also have to say Archie refers to it as making it. And not like doing it. I know. (laughs) I was like, oh, wholesome Archie. God, he's the worst. What you're doing is not very wholesome. He's the worst. Too much sex. These are fucking 15 year olds. I would like to stop seeing 15 year olds fuck. I assumed no one I went to high school with had sex until years later when I was like, oh, I just wasn't invited. (laughs) I was like, yeah, my high school was not a party school. And then I was like, oh, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. I would come in school on Monday. They would all talk about something that I just didn't get. It was because they were all fucking on the weekend. I just didn't know any. I was like, I took so many classes I didn't have lunch. Like, I, (laughs) and I surrounded myself with those people. So, like, none of us knew there were parties oh my god they're so like in my high school people for sure were fucking because i went to a school that was over in florida it's just a shit show it's a shit show absolutely i'm from florida everyone if you didn't know (laughs) it was a shit show one of the girls that was younger than me and there was this guy who like graduated high school and just hung around everyone had that he just like hung around and became the groundskeeper or some shit oh boy oh boy (laughs) indeed he would his name was like josh something and he was like like, he was a converted Jewish guy, but he was lying, and he had, like, this disgusting big butt. And it's not disgusting, but when we were in high school, we were like, his butt is so big and so distracting. When you're in high school, yeah. Yeah, when you're in high school. high school, like, don't really have big butts because yeah. you're not old enough. Well, and he was just, like, the fucking weirdo. Turns out he was, he, like, dated this fucking freshman, and then when oh. they graduated, they, like, moved in together and shit. And he was older than, he, like, graduated, okay. I was, like, a sophomore, and then when I was, like, a junior, she was, like, a freshman. Ugh, so gross. so gross. So gross. That is where so I'm gross. from. That is where I'm from. They were both drama people, you know? Anyways, Florida guys. I can talk about Florida all day. Uh, I mean, that's a whole other podcast that I think does exist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I do think it's all in Jughead. So tonight. they're hooking up, and Cheryl walks by and says, Get a room, Xenomorphs, which I looked up. Uh, <laughs> alien. Like uh, the movie Alien by Ridley Scott. Cool. Those Never seen it. <laughs> I know what Animorphs are, but I didn't know Xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. You can tell I have a film degree, but I've never seen Alien. <laughs> I did see Prometheus. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Xenomorphs. The theater's AC was broken, and my little brother and I were in the back row sweating balls off, and it wasn't even that good. Oh, man. I do know that when she said that reference, I rolled my eyes, because I was like, I don't even know what the fuck you're saying. I... Wrote it and then at the commercial break immediately looked it up. So Jughead proclaims that what Archie and Veronica are doing is the opposite of death. 
Yes, Jughead says that. And I'm like, what? Is she pregnant? I know. That was my immediate concern. <laughs> are they making life? They're not making life. I, what are you talking about? I have, like, he just, like. Is they're sex like, life? Well, they're, like, having sex on the floor. And then, like, he just, like, gets up and put on his pants. I'm like, what'd you do with the condom? Yeah. So maybe they are just fucking without a condom? I mean. I, if they're in an exclusive relationship, she's on birth control. I mean, who are we to say? But Who are we to say? I just, I'm, like, truly tired of, of like, TV not having condoms in it. I know. It's crazy. Like, I'm obsessed with the show Insecure and literally never any condoms. And oh, she, so like, annoying. just fucks randos. Because I don't watch Insecure, but I'm surprised. I'm that surprised. strikes me as a show that would have. I thought so, too. Like, like when she, well, whatever. Spoiler alert, when she cheats on her boyfriend season one, without a condom, like, bitch, how are you going to fuck someone without a condom and then go fuck your boyfriend? Like, how dare you? I would love to see a show with that awkward, like, like, lube fingers, like, trying to get it open. Yeah. And, like, getting it on and then being like, is it okay? Okay. Now put it, okay. But not here in Riverdale. <laughs> and then they're, like, dancing in their underwear and then they fuck in front of the fireplace and Archie says I love you and Veronica says I want to watch HBO yeah and he says Netflix which is very funny she says HBO now and Netflix I'll, like she's like I know you've always wanted to make it in front of the fire and I'm like yeah what kind of child has this fantasy of fucking in front of a fire I think a lot of young girls who definitely aren't fucking people have that yeah probably but not boys who are fucking yeah it's, it's way too much. It was, like, five fucking scenes. Also, Archie was topless a lot in this episode. Which is, I'm, I've talked about them in this podcast before, expensive, because he has, like, a traditional Maori tattoo. Yeah, like yeah, Like, Rock yeah. has, because his dad is a Maori chief. Yeah. I also once decided that they're related, and I refuse to show my work. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's a lot to cover Is that. he, is his dad a chief? Yep. Archie's? Yeah, KJ, KJ Abba's dad is a Maori chief. I didn't know that because he said he was part Samoan. And I was like, how much is part? But- part is a thorough half. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But he has the big, which is why a lot of times, I don't know if it was in this episode, but I've noticed in the past when he is shirtless with Veronica, she's always covering one side of his body. And it's the side that the tattoo is on. That's I, I watched a, uh, an interview with it like this week. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm attached to him. Like, what are you talking about? It's a big traditional. He's so cute. I hate that he's, he's 20. He's like 16. I know. I hate that he's 20, but also, like, I am obsessed with New Zealand culture right now. Like, I'm obsessed with. Oh, uh-huh. Don't get me started. With, like, Taika Waititi is like, I'm obsessed with him right now. I watched Boy <laughs> uh, when I was home for the holidays, and my mom walked in, and I was like, it's so beautiful. And then I rewound it so she could watch the end of Boy. Oh, I made my dad watch What We Do in the Shadows, because I have, like, a What We Do in the Shadows poster on my wall. It's my favorite thing that's ever been I think made. it's my favorite movie. I also can name most of New Zealand's men's rowing team. Oh, like, like I'm very into New Zealand. That's very specific. But then there's a tree there that makes people cry when they look at it. So I was like, I need to go. Like I just I need might to go. Be going. And apparently there's no predators there because that's the one reason I never want to go to Australia. I know. It's because they kill you. They drop bears. Yeah, which are just koalas. But um, <laughs> yeah, New Zealand's like Flight of the Concords are genuinely my favorite band. Yeah. They're amazing. I like, mean, anytime I look at most played in Spotify, it's played in the Concords. Legit. What we do in the shadows. When I, I watched it this year, too. I just, I just like, we were watching it because we wanted to see something spooky at my office. Yeah. And it was just like, 
like while I was working, I would look up and be like, oh my god, I I can't look at it. I need to like dedicate time. And every single time I've seen it, it's still the funniest thing I've ever seen. So funny. Oh god. Yeah, I have like an Andy Warhol like soup can of uh, Venice Love's biscotti made with real ones. I love it. I I will say one more thing before I move on. There was a thing where he's like, is sharing. They were like asking him like questions or whatever, and they were like, is sharing tooth like toothbrushes gross? And he's like. For Americans, it is, but we're very lax about that in New Zealand. And they're like, what? They're so chill. They're so chill. And I can just, like, imagine it. They don't do war a lot. Like, they're just, like, there. Oh, God. Perfect place. I'm moving there, so. Yeah. That's my goal. Uh, We all are. (laughs) We're one scene in. Yeah. (laughs) So, they're, like, about to go, and, like, they kind of, like, are about to catch kiss and veronica's like okay i'll text you bye (laughs) um so now we're gonna see with betty and jughead and jughead's been doing his research and we find out that the riverdale reaper was real and this is one that's finally revealed that betty had been in that murder home in the cabin was like why hadn't you told anyone before and jughead's like oh we like gotta go to keller and betty's like i can't go because i accused him of being the black hood i wrote that down i was like that would be awkward it's such a weak reason to not give evidence to a human, like a person that's to trying to the solve the sheriff. The sheriff. This person's trying to solve a crime because there's a, a killer a murdering murderer. people, and you're like, it's so I awkward. Oh no, he did kill Grundy. I was like, I feel like the black hat hasn't actually. He killed Grundy. He and did he, not get Fred or Moose. Oh, true, true, true. He choked her with the bow. Well, he sliced her neck. What was it? Oh, there was blood. There was blood. I was wondering why there was blood. I, that's why I thought it was piano string, because I don't think a bow could do that. But I think it was a bow. It was. It was the yeah. bow Archie gave her. But like the, it would for sure snap. Like, there was no way anyone could ever be held up. Like, I know. That's why I thought it was a piano string, but it, they said it was a bow. Ugh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Jughead gets a phone call from, from FP. FP is getting out. Yay! Yay! For- FP is my, my guy. That's my dude. I'm obsessed with him. He's gorgeous. He's, did you see my wallpaper? I'll show it to you later. I'll uh, he's the most gorgeous human on that episode, like in in that show. Like he's, he's like my. Crush. I would say he and Jughead look a lot alike. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like, god. Interesting casting. This is later, but the dual bike scene is fucking crazy. Oh yeah. So Jughead and Betty are like, you know, we're real busy with this. Archie and Veronica, like they want Archie and Veronica to be them in the investigation, which is very. This is, like, the lighthearted Riverdale that we've been getting associated with Veronica a lot. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're in love, but we're not. Oh. It's, it was so sitcom-y. It was, like, such a sitcom-y premise. I'm like, we're super busy, so we need you to be an unloved couple instead of us. And it was just, like, it was such a, like, a hammy premise. Yeah, yeah like, oh, <laughs> weird. It was such a hammy premise, but I still fucking loved it. And I knew, like, when this happened, I was like, this is what's going to happen. They're going to fucking break up, and then at the end of the episode, he's going to look at Betty. And we're not, I'm not going to reveal yet if that's what happens. We can, the viewers, the listeners. I'm not going to reveal. We'll talk about it at the end, but I was like, this is what's going to happen. And at the end of the episode, I was screaming. I was like, I know it. Um... So now we're in the locker room and Cheryl's massaging Josie with laughter. What's happening? She's like single white femaleing Josie. Why? I don't like last week I was like, no, I think that it just like Cheryl's just really lonely and it feels like she's clingy. And now I'm like, why are they doing like this is an unnecessary plot point. I don't know. Like at first I was like disgusted. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because I love Cheryl. Cheryl's my favorite character. I love Cheryl. She's my favorite. Like any gif I send is usually Cheryl saying destroy me, uh, hurt me, annihilate me, whatever. Move it, Burton Ernie. Yeah. Like 
it's truly she's my favorite 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 she's iconic then what are they doing to her i know but then at the end of this at the scene i was like i ship it yeah i so, ship it they should hook up mr spenson bursts in and is there for too long for sure um, for sure <laughs> Cheryl's right. <laughs> yeah, it was like like I could see him coming in and then be like, but like he was just like waited. Yeah, and it feels they like there's towels. <laughs> they weren't in towels. They weren't even in like gym clothes. They were straight up. Which, by the way, it's insane to me that these high schoolers shower at their high school. I did it once in middle school, and I was like, oh, this is awful. I don't have enough time to dry myself to like really even lather. Like I never showered again, and like. I can't imagine showering while in school, like, oh, at the end of, and they're always, like, lotioning up and, like, sh- like, like, and there's no way you have time. No. That's how all, schools we work. We all have high school sad teenager bodies, and we're all, like. <laughs> <laughs> Not Cheryl. No. Cheryl's um, the hottest, I think. Oh, yeah. No one, none of the people in this high school have high schooler bodies. No, for sure. Uh, Sorry, there's a water sound because I'm making myself tea, so. If you hear it, that's what Sipping it is. Sipping your tea, girl. Yeah, I gotta sip the tea. Um, so Keller is at the lodges when Veronica gets home because they got a letter from the Black Hood that they are sinners and they will be punished. And Veronica, they're like, oh, you know, a lot of houses got them. And Veronica's like, yeah, but like, you are legit sinners. Yeah. Like, and they like, are. you're shady as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then he's like, well, Andre knows karate. <laughs> he knows martial arts. He's trained in martial arts. Which is so funny because throwing it out there, I technically have a black belt. <laughs> I'm not worth shit. Like, <laughs> like it's not. What does that mean? Oh, and my God. And then he, like, decides that he wants Archie around more for safety. For safety. I was like, bitch, she won't say hi. To- she won't say that she loves him and you want her around. Like, you want her around. You know they're fucking. He yeah. knows they're fucking. He knows they're fucking. Which is... <laughs> So crazy. I will say that, like, yeah, if there was a killer on the loose and the choice was me alone or me and KJ Adla, like, yeah, yeah, I, I would feel safer with him. But it, it's no, just go home. Also, back to like the fucking scenes that they have or whatever. When you're in high school, like the fucking is literally like, <sighs> and then you're done. Like it's not yeah. these extravagant, wonderful sex scenes, and it's like complicated, like finding time together because you have like homework and school, yeah, and like chores, and it's like, and, like let's do it real quick. And like they keep here. doing it at the lodges, but like Hermione doesn't work. Like they don't work. Hiram has a home office. Like what are they? <laughs> <laughs> They're having dinner. Her parents are just always. Around. That was her justification. She's like the the I forgot the I forget the names, but she's like the dinner there is like a million courses. So there we saw a couple hours to go. Where in Riverdale do they have a like a fancy ass meal like that? That They're Riverdale like, ex- exists in a place in like no time and no space because I still have not figured out the timeline. Still yeah. have not because end of season one. It's it was, a different season. It was, it was it was snowing and the fucking river was frozen over. And then the next day when fucking Archie's dad yeah. gets shot, he's not even wearing a jacket. Yeah. It makes no sense. The timeline makes no sense. No, yeah. They say that like any interviews are like, oh, it's like that on purpose. And it's like, whatever. What? Whatever. Um, so Betty tells Alice she wants to borrow the car to pick up FP. Oh, and also Jack has a serpent now. Like, she throws it in a session aside. And I was like, girl, you knew your mom would be weird about this. This episode had too much information for parents, I think. Like, why are you telling your mom that your boyfriend's in a gang? 
when you know your mom would freak out about when it. When your mom is Alice Cooper, yeah. Yeah, like, like, why are you, like, and I feel like Betty's character, because before people would be like, oh, I would never talk to my mom like that. And I'm like, well, I would. Like, there's times when I would talk to my mom like that. And now I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, she does not respect her mother at no. all. At all. And she's like, I'm going to tell you all this shit that's going to hurt your feelings, and you're going to have to deal with it. And that's like, at, at now I'm like, bitch, you got to sit her down. Her mom has been very accommodating to Jughead. Yes. It, she's been very accommodating since season one. Yeah. And like, even in season one, you knew why she was being controlling and crazy. Yeah. Because her, her other daughter got fucking knocked up. Yeah. Like, but now it's like, she's like letting you do whatever the fuck you want, bitch. Like, stop being stop a bitch. Being, yeah. Um, and Jughead tells the servants that FP is getting out and he has a plan with Mary <laughs> McCoy and Tallboy is like, listen, oh, Tallboy calls him a little bitch. He calls Tallboy a little bitch. Is that what I just put? I just wrote calls him a little bitch, and I assumed it went that way. But yeah, he does call Tallboy a little bitch. He, he's like, why are you acting like a little bitch? I'm Wasn't like, Tallboy like a ghoulie last week? He wanted to join the ghoulies, and then they, they arrested all the ghoulies. So he was like, okay, I want to be a serpent again, and everyone yeah. was like, okay. Yeah, because then that whole plan stopped. That, it's, <laughs> what? <laughs> Cole Sprouse has not had a bad thing happen to him in his entire life. And it's, he's trying so hard to be a badass. I know. It's and he so falls funny. flat on his face every single time. Every single time. I don't believe a word he says. Oh, this reminds me for the social media. So, I screen capped their Instagrams when something very funny happens. And I screen capped. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there's a picture with like KJ drinking coffee and he's with Cole who's like drinking coffee and has a cigarette and KJ uh captioned it goodwill hunting and ski orange put badass. Oh my god with a fucking <laughs> arm with like a flex with arm a flex emoji. So funny. And like the guy who plays Reggie Charles Melton put there's two certainties in life. I guess maybe that's a Goodwill Hunting reference. I've seen Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> that was not the line that stuck out to me. Um, I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. It's good. It's fine. I know. I, I should. Whatever. Uh, but Skeet <laughs> Ulrich commented on it. It's like such like like a it's he's a dad. Like he's like in his forties. He's like a dad. Yeah, he's like in his late forties. Technically, 30s. I've done the math on this. Technically, uh. Luke Perry is too old to be Archie's dad. Is he? How old is Luke Perry? Well, because Luke Perry's like 51. Oh. And he had Archie like right out of college. Yeah. I hate Luke Perry. Luke Perry is the worst. I, there's no one on the show that I hate. I like think Cole Sprouse is a terrible actor. Like I hate, I think they're all terrible actors. I think Cage is a really good actor who doesn't get good stuff. Oh, I don't know. Well, maybe, but Archie's a fucking worst character. Archie's the worst, though, yeah. I hate Luke Perry and his fucking raspy-ass voice and his fucking serious-ass stare, and he talks so low all the goddamn time, and he's always like, Archie, I need to tell you this thing that makes you a man. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. That's how he delivers every line. Yeah, well, he wasn't in this episode. Uh, everyone agrees Tallboy should shut up. Uh... Archie and Veronica are like, we are going to investigate. Archie's like, are we good? And Veronica's like, don't stop. <laughs> and Archie's like, I want to talk about it. And Veronica's like, let's focus on the case. Oh, God. It's awful. 
Um, and I know I did just say Fred's on this episode, but my next line is that Archie tells Fred about Veronica. <laughs> yeah, he is. That, I mean, that was a but whole... he's barely, yeah. He's barely in it, but that was a whole thing. Like, why are they telling their parents now everything out of nowhere? Because the whole thing about all of it has been like, why don't they tell their parents now? And now they're just telling their parents shit that they don't need to be telling their parents, in my opinion. Well, I think Archie's always had this relationship with Fred. Yeah. We've always seen Archie behave this way. It's weird when Veronica tells her parents, though. I think for sure it's weird. and I, But I do think that the advice that they gave each of them was really good. Yeah, they all got good advice, yeah. They both got really good advice. This and is, like, both... the first and only time the parents have done a good thing in their yeah. video. <laughs> but they were, like, ignored completely. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the scene. Um, Alice comes with the gang to pick up FP. And she asks, uh, is it true that men that just get out of prison are sexually frustrated? They're going to fuck. And I, I want it so bad. Oh, I hope they show it. I want it so bad. It's going to happen within the next few episodes, I'm hoping. I mean, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, FP says, you know, he's not going back to the Serpents. He doesn't want to go back to Shankshaw Prison. Shankshaw! <laughs> it's so, he, said it, he said it, and like for a minute I was like, wait. Shankshaw. I was like, no, 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 it's Shawshank. Like, I had yeah. to, like, reverse it in my head, because for a minute I was like, no, that's right. It's fucking, fucking Shankshaw. Also, Archie was topless this whole episode. I already said it, but he was topless in between this and that. He was topless the whole time. Yeah. Um, FP's going to work at Pops. He's an AA. He drinks his tea with his pinky out. <laughs> um, And then we find out that the files on the uh for the Riverdale Reaper are missing. Sheriff uh, consumed Sheriff Howard. And he's dead. Ugh. But his daughter is still in town. Um, he was constantly over at the devil's house because he lost his mind there. And that's the cabin Betty went to. I can't believe Sheriff Keller just gave him that information. He's not good at his job. He's so bad at his job. He's very bad at his job. <laughs> he's too busy fucking Mary McCoy. And Archie's like, we gotta go there. And Veronica's like, okay. And then now we get FP and Jughead on motorcycles. Why? Where did that second bike come from? Because the only reason I Jughead- think Jughead's bike was FP's, yeah. Yeah, he because he like uncovered it because FP was in jail, so he took his bike. And I'm like, now I have two bikes. And they're fucking it was so funny. And then they have a serious scene. Also, Jughead, I think Archie took off his shirt the whole episode. Jughead barely had his hat on this episode too. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't have his hat on and he's And not in his like dad. in a symbolic way, because he the first time he went hatless in front of Betty, he yeah. Yeah. I love you. But now it's just like, yeah, he doesn't want to wear it under his helmet. They were wearing helmets. It's very good. That's very good. That's <laughs> Considering true. Considering motorcycles are very dangerous. But but I guess because he's being vulnerable with his father, he took off his yeah, hat maybe, or whatever. He like tells him about Penny. We find out that FP was in the military. Yeah. When? What? <laughs> what? Like, it doesn't, like, timeline-wise, does not add up. No. He's so hot. Um, And then he tells Jughead he wants Jughead to go to college. And Jughead's like, I don't want to go. I need to stay here in Riverdale, which is like. To be part of the serpent? Jughead, you can get out of this town. What? It may, I, like, to me, that doesn't make any sense because it doesn't make sense because the only reason he joined was to, like, keep track of everything, like, make sure everything was, like, mellow. You have no obligation to the serpents. Like, they yeah. have not, they helped you a little bit for, like, two months, maybe, because I don't know what the fuck the timeline is of the show. Yeah. So, for, like, two months, they helped you. Like, you don't have any obligations to them. You, you can fucking dip and no problem. Yeah. They're, They're also, like, like, changing their lives. Yeah, and they, it doesn't seem like, 
they'll like get back at him or like chase him down and like make sure he doesn't leave. I get the feeling that most of the serpents would be like, good for you, man. Get out of town. Go to college. Like you're a smart kid. We're proud of you. I mean, it seems like the Serpents is a pretty loose gang. <laughs> like, people can yeah. just walk in and out, especially because fucking Alice just came into the and bar. They were like, yeah. Tequila with a worm in it. Like, what? She said no worm. No, she said no worm? Yeah. Oh. But Jughead promises to keep writing. Oh, yeah. Um, we find out that Josie's getting paid $5,000 to sing five songs at Reggie's dad's car dealership. I don't know why this is in the episode. It's so worthless as a note. Like, it was. A throwaway to get to Cheryl spilling the milkshake. I think so, but also because a few episodes ago when they were doing community service or whatever, yeah. Josie and Reggie had a thing, so... Yes, but also, like, she is getting paid for this. It's not like she's doing a favor. $5,000 for a high schooler to perform at a used car dealership is, like, incredible. Of course, and also, yeah, absolutely, and it's, like, a, like a hot guy and he wants to go on a date with her, but and it also shows that she's, like, controlling Josie. Oh, no, that wasn't even... No, because this was Reggie's dad. You're thinking of Chuck. No, no, no. Reggie and, and her had a little thing. When they were on the Jingle Jangle. When they were, maybe, but when they were, like, they were, like, picking up trash, they were, like, like going back and forth. And then oh, yeah. Cheryl came out of nowhere. When that happened, I was like, I hope they, they hook up. But then well, nothing came from it. Well, it was spoiled for a while. Like, they were yeah. saying this whole season that Josie and Reggie were going to be a thing. And we know Kevin gets a new love interest, which I hope is a moose. Oh, uh, I hope. Well, yeah. But, like, that don't... That, that's one of the things that frustrated me season one was they, they, I think in the pilot they made it so that Moose was gay so they can like, or that was bi so that they can set up the story and then they immediately bailed on it. I know. Well, they didn't. It actually lasted a couple episodes. Did it? I remember it being like yeah. episode two. They were like, you gotta stick with women. Well, in the episode, he was, like, saying, like, he didn't want to do Closet Case. And then, actually, in the fourth episode at the drive-in when he hooks up with Joaquin the first time, when he goes to, like, refill the popcorn, he's at the stand. He's like, yeah, just, like, a refill on this. And he looks over, and Moose and Midge are making it out in a car. And he, that's when he's like, and also Hot Dog and also this Oh, I never noticed that. I didn't notice it until, like, the fourth time I watched it. That's so funny. And, like, it's not specified that it's Midge, but it's a hard they to tell Midge. They say Midge in, like, episode two was like, he has someone, Midge. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. so when he's in the car, you assume it's Midge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I, when I, Most I just rewatched it. it, yeah, I was like, oh, they mentioned her by name, and now she's a character. Yeah. Midge. What a cute name. I know. Midge and Moose. Moose is short for Marmaduke. Is that true? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I love I the know. show. <laughs> Um, well, because everyone was named in, like, 1942. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. It was, like, a wartime comic strip. I um, watched it over the, so, I, the reason I know so much is because I tried to force my sister and my mom to watch it in, like, different times, but then we watched it in Spanish, because it's on Spanish and Netflix, and the acting is so much better in Spanish, because, like, it's voiceover, and the voiceover actors are good, and they, like, also cut the lines, and it's not as, like, these ridiculous lines are just cut to, like, very succinct, very well-written yeah. lines, and it was, like, so much better when I was watching it in Spanish, so I caught a lot more that I didn't catch the first time, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, well, that's Moose. My mom kept calling Jughead Torombolo, which is, like, his name was Torombolo. Why do they keep calling Joghead? <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, in Spanish, he's Torombolo. I don't know what they translate to. I don't know. That's what they called him. Because my mom used to read Archie comics when she was oh. little. That's why I was like, you got to watch Riverdale. And she loved it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just a side note about how the Spanish one's better. That is like an insight that you would have never gotten from Louie and I. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Cheryl spills the milkshake. 
And FP is like very kind about cleaning it up. He looks so good in the uniform. <laughs> Betty wants to throw FP a retirement party, like a retirement from the serpents. Bad idea. And Betty wants to be like a serpent adjacent, and we find out that she has to pole dance for it, which is foreshadowing. FP doesn't want to go to the party. The funny part is when she's like in front of the mirror and she's like touching herself. Oh, okay. we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, oh boy. <laughs> well, Penny comes and she's like, oh, she knows about Betty. Archie and Veronica are at the murder house, and we see it get reenacted, and we see that the, the, there's a third set of initials on the growth chart. And the crazy third initial is JC, and they find the files because they were just left in the murder house. <laughs> they couldn't find the files. Like, did they check like, the house? Like, there's a murder house on the outskirts of town, and like teenagers didn't already ravage it. <laughs> there was like no initiations happening there. <laughs> yeah. Like, there were no teens having sex in there. Like, there wasn't like a stash of porn magazines in the corner for middle schoolers to find. Like, what? Also, teenagers didn't know about it. How does a fucking whole group of people get murdered and not become town lore? Yeah, it was within people's living memory. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> uh, but we find it was definitely a family of five. So yeah. they said that the two pair, it was a family of four was murdered. It turns out it was a family of five. Someone survived. Yeah. Jesus um, Christ survived. The snake charmer came through. Pops catering the party, which is insane. <laughs> Yeah, sure, Pop. Thank you. We'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is this when she stands in front of the mirror? Nope. Oh, God. We'll get there. Um, I don't know so where funny. it is, but it's, I very, I wrote it out. <laughs> she says that she's going to go, she wants to go to the party. FP thinks that she should just leave Hal at home. We find out that this JC is in protective custody, and they're like, could he be the Black Hood? Jesus and it was Christ. like, you don't even need to say that. That's what everyone assumed. Um, FB and Alice are gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck. Because even that, leave them at home. There's, like, something oh, that they're not saying. They were, like, for sure fuck mates before. They used to fuck a lot. Yeah. And they think that the, so they think that the kid that survived is the Black Hood because he's blaming the town for the murder of his family. And they invite, invite Veronica and Archie to the party. And Veronica and Archie go through yearbooks. They find that JC is now Joseph Spenson, who is the janitor. Why would they not change his first name? Probably because he was a kid. You see, it was very loose protective custody if he stayed in the same hometown. He stayed in the same town and they just changed his last name. I mean, no, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. To oh, me. like protective custody is technically no one's been discovered out of protective custody in the U.S. Never? Which is, uh, yeah, the person, I don't know if you've watched the, because there's this whole Russian doping scandal, there was a documentary made about the guy who, the whistleblower, and at the end of the documentary, it's like, we don't know where he is, he's in protective custody. So they cornered the janitor, which is so unsafe. And he, so insane! And he's like, yeah, it is me, but he found his justice, which is that he was able to finger the reaper, and the reaper was murdered. So it wasn't him, and it wasn't the reaper. The Reaper is not the Black Hood. Yeah. He pushed him into the fucking locker. When I, when that happened, I, I was know. like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> I would... Uh, Mr. Svensson should call the cops and Archie Andrews for assault. For sure. And the Veronica, like, accuses him. And Archie's like, no, it wasn't him. That's not... I've seen his eyes. I've seen his eyes. But, like, also Moose confirmed the same eyes thing. Yeah. Like, everyone's pop saw his eyes. Like, pop, yeah. That's, like, a solid. It's not just Ar in Archie's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like. So, right here, I put Betty petting herself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was, like, 
like that whole scene read to me like a girl who doesn't know how to masturbate yet where she's kind of like i don't know i touch myself but it doesn't feel good like she yeah. doesn't know what clitoris is yet or whatever yeah it's like very like repressed like a high schooler like trying to get headshots because she thinks she's gonna make it in the big city and like they're like give like a creep photographer's like give me a sexy look and she's like uh <laughs> Or like a an Adele music video. Yeah, it's an Adele music video. I guess so. Yeah, first, like it's like the way she touched herself and caressed for her body. Home, Glow and I are touching ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we for sure are. We're like touching her body. It was like she's never and touched she, like, her took body her before. Hair down. Yeah, like after that scene, she for sure like looked in the mirror and was like, "I don't. What do I touch?" That's gonna make me come. Like she's never mastered. Huh, you yet. like for sure had sex with your boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry that he's not satisfying you. Have Which they I bet is cooler. I think they have. Well, they were like in the first the bit of the episode. They were like spooning in bed or whatever. Yeah, and they like almost fucked before Jughead became a serpent. I think they have. Yeah, there's not as overt because people aren't as into them shirtless as they are into Katie Apple shirtless. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think it's less like, I feel like them as a couple is, is, is like more of like a private thing, whereas like Archie and Veronica are just like reckless. Yeah, yeah, that so, makes sense. It makes sense. She Veronica, <laughs> what? That's the only way to describe it. <laughs> Veronica threw herself into the investigation to avoid talking, but she realizes that she's never heard her parents say, I love you. Aww. And so she like definitely has issues and Veronica and Archie's like, okay, well, like, just being with her makes me feel like everything will be okay. And, F- and Fred's like, okay, give her space. <laughs> I mean, that, like, so oh, sometimes the writing's really cheesy and corny, but, like, writing like that, I really liked. Like, yeah. to be like, yeah, I guess I've never heard you say I love you or whatever. That's cutting. That's cutting. I've never heard, like, well, they're divorced, but I never heard my mom and dad say I love each other. And they wow. never kissed even in front of us. I've seen my parents do uh Jughead's like real nervous about it and then the Cooper ladies come in looking hot Ooh. the bartender knows Alice's order and Betty says she has a surprise for Jughead later Ugh. and Archie is like Veronica I want to talk to you and Veronica's like oh I feel cornered <laughs> and he's like I just want you to know no pressure and it was like but immediately he, he like thought because he said no pressure he was going to be rewarded I know he's like oh Bobby and she's like thank you for understanding he's like listen I put on a duet for that Donnie Darko song you love or, like, if you even want to say it anymore. Also, as soon as you said that, I was like, this is going to be Mad World. But also, I yeah, it was in Donnie Darko. But also, Donnie Darko is, like, too old a reference for high schoolers. I, I It's too old a reference for me. Like, I don't know anything about Donnie Darko. I know about Mad World is. And I know Donnie Darko. That's a Tears for Serious song. Like, yeah. It's a song. But... <laughs> When they started singing that, I screamed. I was like, no. <laughs> it was, well, because it's usually, it, it's originally a faster song. Yeah. And, but when we said that Donnie Darker, I was like, we're going to get a sad version of <laughs> Mad World. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. They did Mad World. You know, it's almost worth, worth watching Donnie Darko to understand what everyone was like in middle school. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I should. I know there was, like, a reference to Donnie Darko in Sims 3 or something. I was like, I don't know what that means. It's not, it's not good. But yeah. it's, like, very, like... People love it. Middle school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Perks of Being a Wallflower. If you watch it, if you like read it when you were too old, it was like, it was, it's hands down the worst book I've ever read because I was too old to read it. <laughs> People love that book. I have never read it either. Don't. It's honestly, it's horrific. But I bet if I read it when I was 14, I would have really, really loved and it. And like, 
like felt for it. Yeah. So they sing this slow down mad world. I wrote so inappropriate. Oh my god! At a fucking going away party. Yeah, at a retirement party. That's like uh, you sing like the Pina Colada <laughs> song at a retirement party. What's also and, like margarita? <laughs> like you only sing songs about like drinking fruity cocktails. Yeah, if Jimmy Buffett wrote it, that's what you're singing. Yeah. It's, what's so fucking funny is that like. That's the only karaoke song that was sang the whole night. Like, how do you start karaoke with that Mad song? World. <laughs> it was so dumb. And then, like, <laughs> Archie, this is the first time we really noticed that Archie can't sing because he's really <clears throat> playing guitar at the same time. Yeah. And it's like, you're really distracted by how bad the lyrics are. And this was like a real focus on, like, what a bad singer he is, which is fine. I know he's, like, he does play guitar. Yeah. And the Veronica, their voices were also so tuned or whatever. I'm like, how oh, yeah. are they doing that over karaoke? Veronica runs off and then they get booed. And I'm like, they deserved it. I would, Absolutely. Boo- I would not have waited until she stopped. I would have booed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I would have booed at Oh, oh, she, she started taking Mad World? Boo! Like, I would give a, like, slow piano and be like, is this fucking Mad World? And then I would have booed. And then... <laughs> And then I would have cackled very loudly. I would have cackled. I would have cackled if I would have seen that. It was- or I will say the second someone opens, brings out a karaoke machine, I would have left the party. That's <laughs> oh, no, I like karaoke. Oh, I've done karaoke once and I was so trashed. Everyone couldn't believe it. <laughs> I love karaoke with all my heart and soul. And I do sing sad songs at karaoke and I feel it. But it's uh, fun. You know, when I was really drunk into karaoke, I did Gasolina with a native Spanish speaker. Yes. And she couldn't keep up and kept bailing but since I had no idea what I was saying I fucking nailed it <laughs> I killed it on Gasolina Gasolina is crazy cause he talks so fast so time. fast and so that's why I was good at it. it cause I was just it was gibberish to me there was I mean I can I can read Spanish okay but not at that speed Oh no! I never took Spanish, so I have a very loose understanding of it. And it's also very Puerto Rican slang. <laughs> yeah, well, she's Puerto Rican, but yeah. she could not keep up with it. It's so funny. She and then like even at the chorus, she was like so overwhelmed, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I've known the chorus since I was 15. Like, and I go, the la la okay. Um, uh, so then Betty takes over. And then I wrote, this is bonkers. Why would she take over? Why would they not cut the track? Why it would they switch insane. it? These, like, <laughs> what did they, sing a share song. <laughs> this scene. My go-to, I don't karaoke once my, and even now I will tell you my go-to karaoke song is Jolene, which is sad, but at least it's good. A faster pace and Dolly's fun. Oh my God. She started singing and then she's like, takes off her things, like her shirt and her bottom, and it's not even like in a cute way, not even in a sexy way, she just it's takes like, it off like a little girl. By the way, like why does she have that laundry? I never owned laundry that sexy and I'm 10 years older than her. Oh my god, she took it off like a little girl who's like like gonna get like her first like casting couch yeah it was a casting couch i didn't want to say it but it was a casting was couch a- reveal it was so gross and then she's so gross goes, she straight up goes to the pole her voice is still being auto-tuned <laughs> <laughs> it's still auto-tuned wow it's a karaoke <laughs> track it's like someone got that thing that like idiot high school guitar players do where it's just like the repeater oh yeah 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 oh my god but it god. was changing with the song I don't understand it and um, she like twirled around the pole didn't do anything she just twirled around the pole we saw the 
serpent stripping earlier in the episode, and she was a professional. Yes. <laughs> she didn't even try. Betty no. didn't even try. She touched her boob once. She did her weird petting thing, and then she, like, held onto the subway pole. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, sorry, you want to get through? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll move out of the way. <laughs> oh, sorry, I know. This stop just, I'm trying to move this, like, if you go, like, the whole crowd is going around yeah. me. Like, I can't step there because people are moving that way. You just have to go with the crowd. That's how it works while we all shift around the pole. It's like, I know it's rush hour, but we just got to be in this together. I'm I'm really trying. I took off the backpack and squishing it. What was that that thing that would happen? And it was like you would hold on to a string. There was like a pole in the middle. And it was like a thing kids did. Or a whatever. maypole? A maypole. She did a maypole dance. Oh my god. Yeah, like a little pilgrim girl. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> um, Alice sees this and like is angry, but also like Alice did that. Now we yeah. know that Alice did that in high yeah. school too. And... Jughead looks pissed, and FP leads the applause. <laughs> and it's so, like, you're clapping for an underage girl. A little girl. Is this the Senate race in Alabama? <laughs> Don't need to Doug Jones. Uh, He's up in the polls, but it's just unpredictable these days. Please. Yes. Get out and vote. Tell your <laughs> family to vote. If you can't vote, make calls. Donate to Doug Jones' campaign. We need him. We need him. It's, it's truly insane that Trump is... The whole RNC is back. I don't know why. I don't understand. And there's this premise that, like, if Roy Moore is elected, they could then he could go up against this. The Senate could deny it, and then just have the governor appoint someone, which is was already Luther Strange. But Luther Strange was in the primary against Roy Moore, and yeah. Trump backed Luther Strange, and which, by the way, best superhero name. But because um, <laughs> Luther Strange was appointed when Jeff Sessions moved up to Attorney General, so he's the. The idea is that we could get Luther Strange back, which is not good, but not Roy Moore. Yeah. I mean, Roy Moore shouldn't even, like, it, it shouldn't be happening. No. That was, do you listen to Pod Save America? No. I'm, I'm like, with politics, I'm very, like, only get a little bit. I can't do it. Because I you. get I'm depressed. all in. I'm, I'm <laughs> in the middle of applying to a political communications graduate program. I mean, if you can power to, I really try, but then sometimes I get overloaded and I just like slay in bed sometimes I do days. have to take a break it's um, awful I when Jake Tapper's like off I like that's the day I check out and then like I come back in when he's back yeah. but um it's just like so positive America crooked media now has like a resident cuck which is like a conservative who who's cool yeah who's chill and he <laughs> was on this past episode not the past one because like on my way over here the released one but the episode before, they were live, and he was like, so he was, he's in support of Doug Jones, and he's like, so one of the people running for Senate, people running for Senate in Alabama is a child sex offender. The other one is a Doug. And he's like, it's, that's <laughs> it, like, he's just, it truly doesn't matter that he's a Democrat, he's just not a child molester. Yeah. He's actually a really well-seasoned lawyer who yeah. prosecuted the KKK. If you guys saw Selma at the beginning of it, that church blows up killing the four girls, he's the one that prosecuted the people that did yeah. that. He's an incredible human. It's it's crazy. It's a lot. It's um, a lot. It makes no sense. Anyway, they bought her, he gives her the jacket. Now, we know, so, here's another weird timeline thing. When when he was on the bikes, with Jughead early in the episode, he said he joined the Serpents when he was younger than Jughead. And then in his big rousing speech, he says, I joined the Serpents at 16. Which means that puts Jughead at 17. 
but like two months ago they were 15 and couldn't drive did he say 16 in the speech he said 16 in the speech i remember the speech he said younger than what my son he he says or then it is he says younger than my son and when they were on the bikes he said 16 could yeah it's one or the other way but he did say younger than jughead and he joined when he was 16 so jughead's like about to graduate. Like I don't. It doesn't make any sense because they're sophomores. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. Whatever. Are they? Um, if they're seventeen, he can at least be a junior, and that would make sense. Why? I don't know. But Who we'll knows? move on. Uh, <laughs> and so FP gives a rousing speech. You know, he's not supposed. To, he's back in the serpents. He's not even supposed to be at the white worm. But it's a cold day in hell that a pig tells a snake what to do. Love that line. I love this speech. I feel speech. like FP has these great, like, succinct serpent lines that are, like, so good. Oh, my God. I wrote, uh, I wrote, I wrote, oh, I think Tallboy and Penny are going to do something together because they, Tallboy keeps getting disrespected by fucking oh, yeah, Jughead. They're going to sure. fucking hook up later. And I said, very good speech by my baby daddy is what I wrote down. And then, so, oh my god, so this is the crazy part, because when he gives that speech, he's like, when people turn their back on you, and then they show Alice, and then Alice is like, we gotta go, we gotta she go. She says, alright, Coyote Ugly, we gotta go. Yeah, which is another fucking crazy-ass reference, because when Coyote Ugly came out, I remember it. I remember a lot of girls seeing it, and then losing touch with those girls as... I remember being too that, young for it. Yeah, the girls... That I was in school with that did go to see it were not girls I stayed hanging out with. Yeah. And then so Alice was like, I can't stay. There there was some drama before. They they used to fuck. They used to date. There was something there. And she backstabbed him. Mm-hmm. Penny might be involved. Well, Penny looks like Alice. I guess so, yeah. But I don't think it's a... Well, we don't know what Alice's maiden name is. Yeah. And Penny's cute... I think we have heard Alice's maiden name. Yeah. I think FP's called her by it. So Jughead confronts FP, and FP's like, uh, you lied to me. I know about Penny. Oh, God. It was, oh, it was so and perfect. And then, you know, FP said he was an AA, but then he just, like, does a shot. And mm-hmm. Jughead broke his heart. You broke my heart, and he kisses him on the forehead, and then does a shot while looking him in the eyes, which is so manipulative and awful. I think I tracked this back to him wanting Jughead to get out of town. I think that, like, Jughead, he saw that... I think FP didn't want to go back to the servants. I think he saw that Jug he needed a way to get Jughead out. Yeah, he said, "I'm out, you're in." Yeah, I'm, I'm in, you're out. Yeah, I think that it was a ta- and and then now he's pushing Jughead away. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and like honestly, fuck yeah, fuck you, Jughead. You like you're a kid and you want to be a big yeah. bad boy, and your dad told you not to. Like fucking obey your dad. Your dad knows what the fuck he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, you know? his dad was in charge. Um. Um. I loved that moment so much, and I loved him kissing him on the forehead, and I am so in love with FP that it was, like, all perfect to me. Yes, and then Veronica says she can't let her issues affect Archie, which is her way of breaking up, and, like, but it's also very bad. Like, Veronica, like, should really be seeing a therapist. Like, after that big revelation, realizing her parents kind of don't love each other, like, yeah, that's a lot for a teenage girl to handle. And for sure. It, like, from a healthy relationship standpoint, is very much the right thing to do. And then Betty's, like, out there waiting for Jughead, and Jughead's pissed. And Betty's like, I just wanted to be a part of your life. And Jughead's like, I'm dragging you down. Jughead, oh, he, like, he, like, needs space, too, and he, like, pushes her away. How much longer are we going to keep pushing each other away? And he says, until it sticks. Yeah. Oh, baby. (laughs) And he, but he does notice that. 
FP joining back up is his fault. It is his fault. It is it, for sure his fault. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then he sends Betty home. They, as a group, have been playing a game of snakes and ladders, but they all slid off the board. This is a small thing. I think a lot of people didn't really think about. We see a picture of Spence and looking at a picture of him with four other men. Yeah. So I guess the assumption is that one of those people is the black hood. Like, why is yeah. he reminiscing these pictures of adult? Like, it's a picture of him as an adult. Is he in that picture? Because I thought I it was know, but one of the four guys who killed that guy. Who killed who, the guy? Uh, who killed the Reaper? Yeah. After he fingered him? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But this is this picture's gonna come back. Yeah, for sure. And like, it's like, it doesn't know who they're fucking with. And, and like, there's two breakups back to back. The only person that's right is Veronica. Yes. And maybe Jughead. I think Archie's not. Archie doesn't know that. It's sad. For, I think Archie's neutral in this. I don't think he's in the wrong for wanting to stay yeah. there. He doesn't know what's going on with Veronica. I mean, he's a teenager, so it makes sense. It's not yeah. like it's not valid, but when you're an adult, like, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh, Archie, fucking just chill out for two minutes. Yeah. If he would have just been patient, she would have said, I love you. But since he kept pushing it, it yeah. just made it worse. Yeah, but that's stupid about Archie. So we see Archie looking through the window at Betty longingly. And then the last thing I wrote was... for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, Betty looks back. <laughs> she, like, looks as she leaves, and then she, like, comes back. And it was like, girl. girl. Girl! Oh, my God. He looks out the window and sees the girl as if for the first time. I don't know if I'm quoting it right, but that's what it's... Like, that shit, I knew it was going to happen. I yeah. knew it. They're going to fuck, and then they're going to break up, and then he's going to go... Because even before the episode started, my friend was like, do you remember that they were, like, foreshadowing? Yeah, they were, when and they went to get Jughead to, right before they saved Cheryl from the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were foreshadowing that he was going to, like, look at her. Yep. And now it's like, I'm so ready for them to hook up. I'm so ready for that betrayal. Which is, it, it's a fucking betrayal. Yeah. So let's talk power rankings for the episode. What is power rankings? So do? power rankings is someone who, like, affected the plot. It's, like, super powerful. So in this episode, I put that FP is at the top. Oh, baby. And then FP, after that, Betty put a lot in motion. Archie, after that, I think Archie put a lot in motion yeah. emotionally. Emotionally did. Penny, who's, like, barely in it, but is, de- I mean, she was very heavy. Her presence was very heavy. She really pushed FP back into the serpents. I think so. I'm what I'm hoping is that they drop this video until like next season. Yeah. Well also it's like they're children and they were blackmailed into this, so they should be able to show that to the sheriff. Yeah. He's a but, child. But I mean the sheriff's not very good at his job. And it's very chronic in this town that children are, named for, are blamed for their parents' transgressions. Oh, yeah, that's true. After Penny is Veronica, and then Jughead, and then Alice. I don't think Alice did anything. I think she was, she just rode the ride. I don't, I, I think it was like, hey, mom, can we do this? And they're like, yeah, okay, can we do this? And she's like, no, okay, she fine. Kind of, yeah, she like, yeah, I guess it was really passive. I would say she did like allow things to happen that she normally would have put the kibosh on. Yeah. Um, And then as every power ranking, our number one ascending to heaven at the top, is our boy Vegas. Oh, why? Present or not, Vegas is number one, baby. Okay. <laughs> it's come to contention when Hot Dog shows up for the episode, but it's always Vegas. 
Oh, Vegas. I I don't know, man. Vegas should have a uh, like he should be more like he should be more episodes. He should be more involved. We want like a Vegas centric episode where it's just like we, it's such like a, like an exposition episode where like they're like we dropped all these like loose ends and we gotta wrap them up. Let's just have Vegas run around town and like overhear everything. Oh my god, I would love it. I would also love it if they took Vegas to the murder house for some reason and Vegas found something. Oh, he sniffed out. Yeah, oh, I feel like that would be boy. perfect. He is. I wish He's they need him boy. more. I feel like they only use him, like, they don't use him enough. He's so good. Um, so crush list. For sure. Like, I'll go first. Go first. Go first. So my number one this week, and he's not usually on it, is FP. How dare you? We can share crushes. There was a le- <laughs> week when Louis and my crush list was exactly the same. Oh, really? My number two crush this week is Alice. I love hot serpent Alice. <laughs> and then Archie, because I shirtless Archie's, I'm into it. So I say, how dare you? Not because we have the same crush list. I say, how dare you? As in, how has he not been on it before? He's been on it, but he's not usually this high up. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. FP season one, after when he, like, it is revealed that he's Jughead's dad, I was like, who is that man? I need him to be in every fucking episode. I've been in love with him this whole time. He's always number one. I'm pretty sure he's always number two. But I'll just say, number one, FP, always, baby. Number two, probably, like, I don't know. I don't know. I think Jughead looked really good. I think Cole in this episode looked really good. He didn't have that hat. And for some reason, that billowing dyed hair is just so... It really works for him. It looks so good. He just, like, the blue eyes with the dark hair just looks so good. And uh, it was just perfect. He looked really nice. And then probably Cheryl, because I'm obsessed with her. Cheryl almost always makes my list. It's rare that Cheryl's not on the list. She's just so pretty and so, like, perfect. And, like, like just, like, everything about her is, like, so clean cut. I got her autograph. Did you? There was, well, for Vulture Fest, I wasn't able to go. I had to go to my little brother's graduation, but Louie went. And it's actually Louie and I met because I was, out, he was going. I, I bought a bottle of ginger syrup. And it was, like, can you get an autograph? And he, it was, like, not well organized. And he waited a real long time to see KJ. And so KJ signed it, and he'd have his picture. And then, like, it was kind of chaos, and he was being moved, and he knew how much I love Madeline. And so he went and he got her. So I have a bottle of ginger syrup with Madeline and KJ. That's so awesome! Yeah. I love her. Do you watch her YouTube? No, but I, like, I watch she it always, like, refers to it. She always, like, blinks it in her Instagram stories, but... I watch it sometimes. She's so cute, and her and, um, and what's-her-face, her best friends, Tony. They're best friends oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they met during, like, Riverdale auditions. Yeah, well, Cheryl, she... So, Madeline auditioned for Legends of Tomorrow, and that's how she got referred to Riverdale. Oh, I don't know what Legends of Tomorrow is. It's one of the superhero shows on CW. A Greg Berlanti production. She's she's just, like, perfect. married this weekend, I think. Oh. To Robbie Rogers. I don't know any of those people. Greg Berlanti is a producer for, like, every show on the CW except for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin. And he's been a writer for a real long time. Like, uh, iZombie, too? I don't know if he did iZombie. I know he wrote for, like, everything. He wrote for Brothers and Sisters a lot, which is a show I watch when I'm sad, because I don't have to... I have a big thing about Brothers and Sisters. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he's marrying the first gay, out gay pro athlete, Robbie Rogers. That's awesome! Yeah! That's so cute! I didn't know that! Yeah, I found it on Instagram. They have a kid together! That's awesome! I know, and Robbie Rogers is very attractive. That's so cute. That's such a cute, like, 
pro athlete and like I know he just retired from soccer yeah also by the way I think Mark Consuelos is so ugly and as a Latina I shouldn't say that but I don't think he's cute and people are always like he's so attractive I'm like no way he's someone who like I get it but I'm not into it I like I I'm so happy they're not forcing Spanish anymore because that was truly the craziest like I remember watching that scene also it's so funny that they didn't change the names of these Latino people so yeah I remember <laughs> And Who like would call their and, and you can't even say Hermione in Spanish. I can't imagine it in Spanish. But like, yeah, for sure. Like when he came out like, in that scene, I, I this is an old episode, but he came out and he's like, I see you have my cafe con leche. Or he's like, Oh, do I hear my pajaritos chirping? Oh, I see you have my cafe con leche. Thank you, me corazón. I was like, shut up. As well as you can speak Spanish. I don't think he can, because I was so like fucking like vocabulary like bird. Uh, Pajaro or whatever. It was so bad. It was so funny. Mija. 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 Okay, Mija. Okay, so next week's episode, Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is like a B-Christmas slasher movie. We see it's a Christmas episode, and I don't know what else happens, but, uh... I think that, well, the Black Hood's in it. Like, doesn't someone point a gun at Veronica? Maybe. I don't know. I only paid a little bit of attention because I don't like to spoil it. So shout out to our editor, Alicia Camden. A shout out. The composer of our theme song, Louie Aronowitz. Ooh. Glow, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter, Yo Glow, and then underscore, score, not underscore. Uh, there's no store under it. It's underscore, and then same for, for Instagram. And then I'm on Pretty Boys up at First Mondays on, First Mondays on Mod Night or whatever. So. At the UCB Theater, which is now in Midtown Hell's Kitchen. Well, now it's Hell's Kitchen. Go to UCBTheater.com to get tickets because Mod Night usually sells out, especially now that you're in the new theater. I know. Well, I mean, there may be more space now, but it's, uh, we're the first show of this season. Oh, yeah, it's for sure going to sell out. So <laughs> I'm Kate Vatter. You can find me at katevatter.com, at katevatter on all the social media. Please like and subscribe to this on iTunes. We've been going up in the listeners, but I don't know how to keep track of it. And when you Google Riverdale Podcast, we don't come up. So please make us popular. Uh, maybe leave comments. Yeah, leave, leave like rate on iTunes. iTunes is the one that everyone pays attention to. So please do that. Write um, your crush list on the comments. Oh, yeah. But don't take moose. Moose is fine. <laughs> uh, so thank you for listening to another episode of XOXO Riverdale. Ooh.